Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, uh, it's Wednesday and it's the middle of the afternoon and I'm about to... Uh, well, it's getting dark outside. I'm about to brave the weather, which looks like it might dump another shower or two on me. Put on all my uh, winter clothing on the bicycle. Um, jump on my new Exo bike that I bought totally unnecessarily, but it's beautiful. I must talk about Exo bikes again uh, with you all anyway. Um, and uh, head up to the posh bit of London, the new posh bit just behind King's Cross, where uh, David Miller is doing a thing with... Um, with Sir Paul Smith, and um, that's a good opportunity to catch up with him and maybe the clothing maestro himself. Hello again. Hello, Ned. Back from Taiwan. Back from Taiwan. Back, from Back Taiwan. into London. Very briefly. Yeah, Very briefly. you were at home for about a day and a half or something like that. Yeah, oh, flew so. by. Flew by. Oh, that's a and lending Ian cleverly your gravel bike. Oh yeah, he's got my bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope he doesn't trash it. Like, no, he it? shouldn't do. <laughs> I was worried actually because that was you set that up. Yeah, because he got in touch. He's like, oh, Ned yeah. said just ask David, and I was like, oh okay. I know it's a bit cheeky of me that really wasn't no, it? It's fine. Uh, Is it right? No, no. I, and then I realised oh, I do have because actually I do rotate all my bikes. And I was like, which one can I lend him? Well, you, th- th- the only reason I did is because you're about the same height. I, I had tall no idea chaps. Ian was as that tall. He's very tall. I didn't. Very I, skinny I, and very tall. I've never acknowledged that. So I was like, how's he going to fit my bike? <laughs> and then it's like, and then it's on it. So it's, yeah, no, so it's all works out really well. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's a bike that was sitting there not doing anything, so I'm happy it's out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. tell us about this event then. So this is, um, so I know Paul Smith well. Yeah. And I was visiting him about a year and a bit ago, which is I was in London. I was yeah. like, I'll go and have a coffee with Paul. Yeah. And I was in his office, and oh, that's quite funny. And, uh, and did I you was just, okay. Did you just call him up and say I'm yeah, in yeah, London? Well, yeah, yeah. So when I met oh, was quite funny for breakfast and had because I've just interviewed him, and yeah. you're going to hear the interview a bit later. But he complains about how ex-riders yeah. arrive in... He literally complains about how ex-riders arrive in London and literally just call him up and say, oh, I'm just going to pop around and see oh. him. And he has, <laughs> he has to rearrange all his life just to accommodate all these ex-riders. I don't do that because actually George he, he said Hincapi. He blamed Oh, Hincapi. I set that up. Oh, did you set that yeah, up? Yeah, I set that up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he lies because he told my sister because my sister meets with him and he right. said, well, David never gets in touch with me. Okay, well, so he can't have his... He's can't, having his cake so and eating. Yeah, it. I know, yeah, exactly. Okay. Anyway, so sorry. Anyway, so yeah. I was visiting him and, and then I was in his, his amazing office that people yeah. have seen pictures of and I said, Paul, you haven't got any like modern bikes. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I know. I was like, you should get a factor. And yeah. I, I just called WhatsApp, called Rob while we're in the office. So I said, Rob, you should get Paul a factor. And then that's, we're sitting here now and they've done a collaboration and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks yeah. nice. It looks yeah. very nice. I tried it's to get beautiful. a free one off him. Didn't, didn't, yeah, I haven't even asked fly. actually. Well, I just asked outright, but I can tell yeah. you, it'd be interesting to see if you get one. I haven't you asked. Should do. I should like do. You should You've flown all the way from, yeah. yeah. I might just, <laughs> I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait. But yeah, yeah, so that's what we're here for. So it's nice. It's nice to kind of do something like this. Yeah. I wasn't a ruler, so this is my kind of... Nor was I. No. Well, I was for about yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah. Just so how are the books? Are you get any books going? Uh, what, the road book? Yeah. It's going really well. Is it going really well? I saw you guys. I it's going really well. I, really but it's well. like, 
why i don't know there's a cost of living crisis and things are kind well, of that's why because I people because rather than going out it's nice to be able to stay at home and read a thousand page book about the racing season i guess so yeah it's, and I nice, suppose and it's, an, it's an investment as well isn't it it's not just throwaway it's not a throwaway purchase it's no it isn't I mean, investment it's purchase. we've had to put the price up for the first time in six years which i think people have kind of understood but come on it's a thousand page like, yeah hard, yeah beautiful amazing production it is but i'm always that's a dinner out in London. Yeah, we've nearly sold. We're nearly sold out. I'm going to have to reprint before that's Christmas. That's great. So that's great. Good. So, but thank I'm you for mentioning that. No, it's good. People the buy check the out code. Yeah, the checkout code is still applicable. 10, 10 quid off for the whole range. Twenty twenty yeah. NSF twenty twenty three. Nice. I haven't so got the nineteen eighty nine book by the way. Oh, well, I'll get that it. to you. No, I'll get that to you. Ah, oh, thanks. <laughs> that, was, that was me just trying to get one off you. Yeah. Do you know Pete Kenyuk was born in nineteen eighty nine? Yeah, so in our group. Yeah. That matter. And that's his favourite tour. And that's his favourite tour. He so we need to get VHS. him there. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, you said you were going to get him one. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah. there, yeah. And, and so you, and you're in between things at the moment. I'm the opposite of you. I've just been at home. That's nice, though. You're never at home. Yeah, that's true. So I, when I last saw you in Paris, then I went and did the darts for four days, and then I came back, and I've been at home pretty much since then. Are you not, yeah. you're not I'm settling in? I'm a bit... I'm just... I'm trying to write my next stage show... I was talking to you about it earlier, so it's a bit weird retelling what, you retell- what I've actually yeah. said on the podcast, but obviously the listeners haven't heard it. Mm. But it's just a really hard thing to do, conceptualise a show, yeah, because can't you imagine. can't, you have to think, I wonder what would work. Like, the, do you remember the last show, the way I get on stage at the beginning is actually really important. Yes. It's kind of like, because you've got to relax people into it, and go, yeah. oh, this yeah. is quite fun. Yeah. They've got to go, oh, all right. Okay, this, this is going to be, okay. be all right. This is worth it. This is, this is worth yeah, it. Yeah. And you've got, to, you've got to send that message like straight away. Yeah. You can't mess around. So how you come on stage, the first literal 20 seconds of the show mm. are absolutely... Mm. Peak end theory. Start and end. That's is that right? remember. And the, yeah. the stuff in the middle is whatever. Nah, <laughs> it's meh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm struggling with that at the moment because, yeah, I, I resorted, last show I did, I got you involved and I resorted to walking on, on stage without any trousers on. Just yeah. as a cheap joke, but I can't do that again, obviously. No. But it did work. It did work. But anyway, um, but it's coming on. It's going to be good. I'm working. And when's with that for next autumn? Yeah, next October, November. And and unlike any, so it'd be the fifth conceptual fifth show that I've done. Wow. And it'll be different in ways that I'm not going to talk about now, but I will closer to the time. Yeah. And for the first time, I'm working with a a, a friend and a director, an actor, stroke director who I've known for years and years and years. Oh, wow. So I'm proper actually theatre producer. Because we're upping the ante, so it's yeah. becoming more and more and more theatrical and oh, less like fabulous. a... Fabulous. Like what it isn't is an evening with Ned Bolt. It's not yeah, like yeah. a Q&A. It's no. just not that. It's actually really quite aspirational and show. kind of... A it's a show. show. It's, stru- it's thought about. It. And oh, it's exciting. But it's also doing my head in. Yeah, it's daunting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, well, ask the internet about Ask David. Okay, let's go. Let's I'm do that. Worked really well with Pete. Did you hear that? I did. I listened to it. It was brilliant. Pete was in one of those really expansive moods I where know. everything was, he was up for everything, absolutely everything. God, it's good when you get Pete like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. It's great. Ask David. Right, let me get it on the Twitter. Hold on. I saw it actually, some of the questions. So I got Coming a bit of a head start. Straight so away um, they came in. So in you've, had a little, you've had a little, a little chance to a think little about some of them. All right. Let's see. I've just got to change it. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> it's scrolling on my phone. Great podcasting this, isn't it? Uh, here we go. Ask David. Go back to the beginning. When did I pass the question? Quite a few have come in, I have to say. Your sister asked quite an annoying question. And I read that one as well. Yeah, I think we might ignore that one. I was thinking about it. You know what? I was thinking about that one, though. I do have an answer for it. Oh, okay, all right. Because I was complaining to Pete. Yeah. about precisely that question because I've done quite a lot of Q&A's with journalists down yeah. the years where I get asked 
exactly that question. That question, really? And I never... I can, I've never even heard that question well, before. Well, we'll come to it in a bit, but no, it's quite a standard question. Is it? It's not particularly original, Fran, I'm sorry. Oh, well, it was original to me. Original to... That's good. And that's if you've got good. a good answer, I'm impressed because yeah. I... Have, I, I just go completely blank when I get asked that question okay. because I don't know how you're supposed to... Well, I was in the an airport. I had time to think funny. about it. I was walking oh, like from I'm looking forward to I'm actually quite excited about that now. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think we were almost at the beginning. No, we're not. God, a lot have come in, David. We'll have to wrap them really? through. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, there's a lot. You're scrolling like yeah, endlessly I'm still here. scrolling. I'm still scrolling. That's a good question. Um, well, they keep coming. Sorry. Yeah, bridge this... Um, Hi, David. That's a good question. As well. Right, this was the first one. From Jason Good, who's like, he's quick off the every single time. He's just the first person to respond. What are the best and worst things about doing the Tour de France coverage out on the road each summer? Uh, the worst is the driving. Yeah, is at, by far. By far. I mean, that's just... And taking the taking slip road when you... Driving like, and arriving too road. late. Yeah, yeah. And, and arriving when the restaurant... Walking to a restaurant that's still serving and then saying that it's closed. That's and you've got nowhere to go. That's just... And it's just a buzzkill. Yeah. Absolute mood hoover. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. The evenings are the worst at the Tour de France. Yeah. Uh, the best bit is just, um, I guess, being at the road, being in the Tour de France. I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> but that was the uh, the Kent effect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. You're kind of being back in there, back in the back in the vibe. Yeah. Which kind of answers the second part yeah. of the question, which is what are the key differences in the years it had to be done in the UK instead? Well, well yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Ask David, apart from the time in which you rode, are there any other eras that you would like to have ridden in? That's a uh, really, that's good, a really qu- good question. That's a really good question. Because I don't romanticise the past as a pro because I think it would have been so hard. Pete does. Does he? He's I such a romantic piece, I think just he? like being in toe clips would suck. Being in clothes that don't work in the rain. Yeah. Kind of horrible hotels. Did uh, you... Did overgeared. You s- did you start... We, did you just about... Are you young enough just about to have avoided those helmets that look no, like... No, no, I got... I, so, I, at Velodor, yeah. I came out and somebody had my whole career in postcards. No. My whole career. Like one of those crazy Breton cycling fans. And well, outside but, of the red yeah, carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I, and... The first one from 1997, I was wearing one of those hairnet helmets. Hairnet helmet? Hairnet helmet. So yeah. you did, did just I about did. I raced in o- them overlap in, with that era? In 1997, hairnet helmet. Because someone posted a picture yeah. of Chat Stevens wearing one. That yeah. I just made me laugh so much. I think, yeah. actually, I was very privileged in the second half of my career. I think that was a really nice era to race in. Because it was just before I got hyper-tech, super professional like it is now. Yeah. The tech was good enough for it to be comfortable. Yeah, um, I think now you're talking about the Garmin years. The Garmin years, yeah. yeah. Um, and there's no social media. Yeah, you know, it was kind of you're still a little bit off the grid. Yeah, yeah. Um, the doping era sucked. I think before that the equipment would have sucked. I think now it's just so hyper pro and there's so no privacy yeah. for you personally, even with your teams because of all the coaching. So yeah, I think I was very privileged to be in a golden era in the 2010s. What about the 1920s? What about 19, the See, 1923? That was just ultra, that's gravel racing. Yeah, but there's a bit of you that thinks, yeah, 486 kilometres. You know what? I reckon it would have been. Do you know what I mean? Different with a day there's off. Yeah, a day, day on, day off. Yeah, although you'd have to. I don't know how you'd manage your rest day because every other day, so you finish it kind of. You go to the beach, ride donkeys. S- yeah, true. But seven. <laughs> you really have read the book, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> seven or eight in the evening, you finish the race, yeah. right? And, and then you have dinner. And then yeah. you sleep or you don't sleep and you get up in the morning, but you're conscious of the fact that... You're starting at 2am the next you're day. You're starting at 2am the next yeah. day. So you've got to go to bed pretty early, haven't you? Like yeah. 
weird rest day. There's a really good book called The Invisible Mile by David Coventry. I've read it. It's really good, really good. About that team time trial Tour de France. Which is fiction. Yeah. About the Australian team. The, An- the Anzac yeah. team yeah. that races the Tour de France, which happened in the yeah. 19th. That actually wild. happened. Yeah. And like he imagines that on the rest day, they just got absolutely off their faces Probably. on, on absinthe and yeah. cocaine. Yeah. And maybe they did. Yeah. But like whole, the rest days are like in that book. Just parties. Just disappear in just this disappear. blur of kind of yeah, it's pretty almost pretty like debauchery. If we do one of those tours, would be good. <laughs> 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 just yeah. once and yeah, then yeah. drop yourself back into the yeah. 2014 Tour de France oh sorry I've got to unlock my phone David use your face yeah got my glasses on yeah yeah it works right okay um, this is good Claire P hashtag rejoin EU nice um, hi David hypothetically what might your chapter 4 be what good question that is um well, it wasn't. Well, it's chapter three. It's the third. Act. I'm in my third act. There isn't a fourth act. There isn't. You know, unless you go five acts, because five acts a Shakespearean tragedy is five, five acts. acts. Well, I'm not oh, a Shakespearean tragedy. I don't want to be a Shakespearean <laughs> tragedy. No, a classic hero's journey, three yeah. act tends um, to be. Yeah, I, I yeah. Think four's a weird number, isn't it? Four is a weird number. But no, I, I get what you're saying. I think it's. I'm. I'm kind of properly beginning it now. To be honest with you. Yeah. And it's. I'm back loving riding my bike. And yeah, yeah. This is know, a chapter four. This isn't is it? my chapter four. Well, chapter three is my chapter four. Yeah. yeah, very good. Is Girona a good location, says Ben Newton. Is Girona a good location for a 40th birthday celebration joke? Uh, if you like riding your bike, yeah. Yeah. Uh, real question. Given his experiences, does he see performances in cycling and wider sport and think, they can't be clean? And does WADA target athletes based on fellow athletes' suspicions? Uh, um, well, mm. they could do. If, if uh, a rider is like... This, the the, the kind of the whistleblower line. Is there a whistleblower it. line? There used to be. They don't publicise it much anymore. Right. Because um, it's probably not necessary. Did it ever um, get used, do you think? Oh, yeah, I'm sure it did. In cycling? Yeah, yeah I'm sure it did. Oh, um, interesting. I didn't know but, that. Uh, and then they might target... Uh, would WADA be who you would whistleblow to? It would have been UCI. UCI. UCI, because it's, right. it's the international governing <laughs> body that's responsible. Yeah. Or, your, or your national federation. Or I know that the UK anti-doping had a whistleblower line. So you'd normally do it through your national. Yeah. But I do know at one point UCI did have one. But to be honest with you, I think what I see them doing now, it is completely possible when you take into account the, the technical equipment they have, yeah. the level of training knowledge they have now, and the ability to analyze yeah. nutrition, yeah. the kind of the, the way the, the athletes are being spotted younger and nurtured from a younger age at a very professional level. So yeah, I think it's, I'm, I'm, I'm breath, my breath gets taken away all the time by the performances, yeah. but it's not in doubt, it's more in awe. Of yeah. Just like, wow, it's like the human body is incredible. Yeah. Human body and mind is incredible. But it, I think it's, when you compare the sport now, even to when I was probably 10, ten years ago, it's night and day. Yeah. It's a, it, the sport, I think, 10 years ago had more in common with what it had been 100 years yeah, uh, than what yeah. the sport has now. It's come decade, that far in the last decade. decade. has changed yeah. like, more than it had done in 100 years before. So uh, The only time I have seen a ride at the tour mm. and kind of known mm. that it was not right was, was the Landis Rampage. Oh, yeah. That and Schumacher as well. And mm. Schumacher, yeah. That but I didn't great. know at the time. that I thought yeah. that could be... A, it was only talking to German journalists yeah. and understanding just, from them the whole background. But you're right. Yeah, yeah so I gave him a hard time, didn't I? But yeah. yeah, Schumacher, I'd forgotten about that one. Chicken. But, but actually on the bike, knowing that, yeah, that, that yeah, like yeah. Landis was like... That you, was mine. I was in there. In the bunch, you must have all I, been Well, like I was there when he went. And yeah. I remember looking at my power meter and it was like 450, 450, 500 on the climb. And, yeah. it, was, and it was Mick... He was in front of... So it was Floyd Landis, Mick Rogers, and then me. Yeah. 
and we were just all getting absolutely nuked. Yeah. And we literally thought, is that usual one? You see those numbers, you think, okay, it's not going to last. Yeah. Like, if I just hold this on, he's yeah. going to slow up, then you get back on. And he just kept going. Yeah. And he just kept going nonstop to the finish. But and it was like, what the hell was that? That was 2006, wasn't it? Yeah. Or, or seven, six, six, something like that. And so in the bunch, you all knew that that was... We all knew it was like... That was not, doped. Not that was normal. a doped ride. Yeah, it was just... Well, didn't know... I mean, yeah, you... Yes. Yes, you yes, knew. No, but you didn't know how, what... Yeah, you, you don't know... Never, the, seen, never seen a dope ride like that before. Yeah. You know, where it was yeah. just so... That was... But he, and here's the funny thing about that era. It's dope. you like, even doped, how the hell do you do that? Yeah. That was like... You know, that's that, good doping. That was an exceptional bit of doping performance. <laughs> well that. done, well wow. done. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, if you could have performed to a similar level at any other sport, which would you choose and why? Good question. Yeah. Um, Football, Ballon d'Or. You could have hoped like, hosting the Ballon d'Or. This is going to sound really weird. Yeah. Uh, like tennis would be cool. Yeah, I could see, I could see you. But that. I could see uh, you. Yeah, but your white something, tennis something really technical like that, where you've got that yeah. kind of flair and elegant sport. Yeah, that would have been really nice. Something completely Quite opposite. Belle isn't it? Yeah. As well, tennis. Beautiful. Yeah, tennis. <laughs> I'll go tennis. Tennis, yeah. that's great. Um, yeah, and also your favourite musette bag snack. Ooh, I liked back in the day Savory the stuff? rice cakes. We did the rice. We were the right. first ones to do the rice things yep. with like, the rice we had balls. Alan Lim who made them and they had like crispy bacon in them and soy Savory. sauce, sweet Savory's soy sauce. Savory's got to be better than sweet, oh, isn't it? it? Yeah, All so long. much better. So unless you're absolutely nuking, yeah. then sweet is all you want. Right. But just for, yeah, I'd say the savoury treats. Yeah. 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 Um, I've just been listening to the Never Stray's Far on my way down to a meeting in Staffordshire and heard your name mentioned in the hashtag Ask Pete. Oh, no, that's a, a, that's a conversation that he's having with someone else. <laughs> anyway, um, it's my birthday today. My brother got me a Never Stray's Far t-shirt, which made me whoop with joy. If cost was no issue, what's the ultimate Never Stray's Far merchandise you could produce? Ooh, a Paul Smith Factor Never Strays Far bike. There you Carbon go. Fiber that bike. would be nice. A Factor Never Strays Far bike. We've got a Kotick once. Yeah. A Never yeah. Strays Far. Or, yeah, I think a bike would be yeah. super cool. Maybe oh. an e-bike. Yeah. An e, a super cool e. Oh, maybe an e-Brompton for yeah. tour. That would be nice. Oh, I wanted to f- talk about collaborations and stuff. And kind of merchandise yeah. in the looser sense of the word. I, wanted to, I might as well float an idea publicly with you that yes. I want to discuss with you. Yeah. What do you think about the idea of doing... And um, this is literally just a discussion we might have, mm-hmm. but doing a collaboration between Never Strays Far, yeah. Chapter Three, and the Road Book. Oh yeah. And um, the and the product is we invite maybe a dozen people to come to a hotel without bikes and yeah, lycra, yeah. not doing a ride or anything, yeah. um, the night before the Tour of Flanders. Oh my god. We have dinner. <gasps> and a little bit of a Q&A if that's what they want uh, and all that and just make friends I'm all over that and, and then we, we we talk to the Flanders Classics people and get VIP tickets at the finish line in Odenada and just go and watch the bike race oh this is but then brilliant. also jump in a minibus and go out to the one of the bergs or something oh and, my god and do a like well, a I can speak to Sports Tours International to help us with that but no but no riding no 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 just, just literally enjoy spectating and eating yeah I'm all, I think that's an absolute strike why have we not thought of that before I don't know Roadbook Chapter 3 Never Strays Far getting together oh let's do it all People will be up for yeah. that, yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm up for it. Do tell us, um, dear listeners, yeah. if you think that's a good idea. Um, I haven't mentioned that to Jonathan. At the road okay, road. right. Okay, so <laughs> maybe he'll just kill that one stone yeah. dead. But I like the idea. Who is the scruffiest pro cyclist you've ever ridden with? Hashtag uh, Ask David. David Moncoutier was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. No hesitation. No, no, because he was one of those riders that would still be wearing like 
team, team gear from like seven years before. Oh, that would have driven you mad. It would drove me mad. Absolutely mad. Would he have aligned his socks correctly? No, Probably not. no, 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 no. He was terrible. Like everything was squint. It was like he didn't care. He literally did not care That's about so what good. he looked like. He made you look like Cary Grant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our chapter three going to be doing any more rucksacks. Yeah, I got the roll top one down in lockdown and it's wearing thin in parts now. In brackets, I love it. Well, Mark is, is working on that as we speak. So, well, yes. Can I have one? Yes, you can. Because mine's yours, my, yeah, my chapter three. You've, you've worn yours Mate, that's done lots death. and lots of kilometres and, God, and yeah, a bit like Martin's. Yeah, it's, okay. um, it's, on, uh, it. on, on its last legs. On it. Sam asks, hashtag ask David, if you could go back in time and meet NeoPro David, what's the best piece of advice you would give him? Don't dope. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> be patient. Team Sky patient. is coming. Yeah, oh, wait for 2009, 2010. You'll have your chance. Just get through this next decade. You'd still be riding. You'd be like, yeah, probably. <laughs> you'd be like Luke Rowe. Gone, so like, you know. gone, yeah, full Luke Rowe. Geraint. So you'd be setting records. Yeah. How old are you now? 46. 46. 46 yeah. year old David Miller re signs for another Revenue two years. Style. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Thomas Hitch says, hashtag, What's your biggest schlug moment of the season? Hashtag Ask David. Oh, well, we don't get to see riders that no, much, we do don't. we? But um, missing Wout at the Tour de France when Pete and I were faces against the cage. Oh, that was it. Yeah. And, uh, Did you shout, wow? And we were talking to Eddie Bosenhagen. Yeah. And I couldn't bring myself to just like leave Eddie and get, get wow. <laughs> and it kind of like, and so then I lost all passion for chatting to Eddie because I just felt like this crushing wave <laughs> of disappointment on. that I've missed wow. Also, yeah. yeah. Conversations yeah. with Eddie Bosenhagen are quite difficult anyway. No, and he's lovely. He's a lovely guy, there, but he's not, not, not chatty, is he? No, no, just silence, like big smile on his face. <laughs> yeah, bless him. <laughs> I'd forgotten he still rides. I know. Blimey. Uh, John Rebello says, which cycling team jersey from history of sport would David most like to have worn? There's quite well, a few actually, I'm looking here. The actually, Peugeot one is awesome, isn't it? It's a classic. It's cliche. It's classic. The black and white checkered. Uh, now, it's right. beautiful. Okay. We're going to dive away from this conversation and come back to it because right at this very moment, let me play the interview that Paul Smith did oh, with me because he yeah. actually references that jersey nice. and the fact that he gets annoyed by ex-cyclists interrupting his regime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So I'm sitting in the um, very... Very smart. How long has the shop been open, the cold drop? Oh, Chiasha? gosh, he's asked me a question I can't answer already. All right, I'll ask How long has the shop been open? Just say, say a number. 2018. 2018. 2018. Okay, start again, shall we? Yeah. No, that was good. <laughs> I, don't, I can't be bothered to edit these oh, things. Good, I just good, leave all yeah, the bits good. here. I've got to leave so, 2018. It's very nice. Yeah. Really, it's lovely. Yeah, it's in cold drops, which is... Um, this is literally where the coal used to drop from the north of England. You know, the coal, the, the coal used to come to the... To London, uh, and the trucks would be above where we're sitting, open up their yeah. base of their truck and go, and then all the coal was going to a lorry. So that's why it's called coal drops. Yeah. From Nuke, from the northeast. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blimey! So, so I didn't actually know that. No, 
I didn't know that. So yeah, so it's a wonderful. Anyone who's been in this part of London has just changed beyond recognition in the last four yeah. or five years. But luckily, they yeah. kept a lot of the industrial architecture. Yeah, which yeah. is really great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, your passion, your love for cycling, has been quite well documented down the years. <laughs> you must have done, you know, endless interviews. So I'm not going to ask you all the usual questions about all that sort no. of thing. But I want to ask you about. The, the push bike, the, yeah. new, the new bike, because I'm standing over, sitting over here and gazing at it, and it is an absolute work of art, isn't it? It's a, yeah, I mean, I was very, very privileged to be asked uh, by uh, Factor, the, the, the state-of-the-art bike maker, yeah. uh, to, to do a collaboration together. So it's the Paul Smith Factor, Factor Paul Smith. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my job was to do, you know, my... my what I'm best at, which is colour, putting odd colours together, use of uh, matte, shiny, showing the real carbon in a natural, carbon fibre in a natural way with a yeah. bit of lacquer on it. Yeah. So um, it's come out great, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, such a desirable bike. And of course, uh, I'm just trying to catch up with all the latest development of uh, Tech. The, yeah. gear, the gear yeah. ratios that they have these days the, yeah. the electric uh, <laughs> this and the uh, yeah <laughs> yeah because in your heart of hearts and your, your nature you're much more I'm guessing here you're, <laughs> yeah. you're more of a steel lugs kind of a guy aren't yeah you? I mean right? yeah my old Mercian and Harry Hall bikes that's you know. your vibe really yeah, isn't yeah. It? yeah shh don't tell anybody <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and yeah. then Campagnolia and yeah. Mafic brakes and everything yeah. which are still beautiful to look at but this yeah. one is uh, on a serious note it's like really fantastic because it's so state of the art I mean mm. they've mm. spent so much uh, energy on you know streamlining yeah. a, a, a bike a yeah. push bike you know? yeah. yeah do you still follow the sport yeah side yeah, yeah? I, do. I mean I'm not uh, I, in terms of cycling I uh, I luckily know a lot of the lads. I mean, we've got David Miller here tonight, but yep. uh, you know, I just spoke to Cav yesterday. He was—he's yep. just come back from Japan, and um, yeah, uh, yes, yeah. He, yeah. Then yep. you know, um, uh, Thomas, I speak to quite a lot, and um, I, uh, Tom Pidcock, who I love. Yeah, yeah. He was just shopping in my lead shop last week with his with his dad. So with yeah, Giles, his yeah, dad, and, yeah, yeah, and Theo as yeah. well. You know. Yeah. So yes, I yes I keep in touch, but 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 not in. I don't really have the opportunity to go to the races like, sure. like I used to do. But the old day job keeps me a bit busy. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I have been privileged over the years to go, you know, in the helicopter with Bernardino and uh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> drink. And uh, would you like a drink? Uh, well, it is eleven in the morning, and up uh, pops a, a magnum <laughs> of pink champagne from the uh, mysterious uh, compartment in his car. You know. Wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Did they do that thing where they take that they? The helicopters take off simultaneously, so oh, like three or four uh, of them yeah, in a mate, row. Like yeah, that. No. Oh, that's so cool! And over it? the mountains, brilliant. And, yeah, yeah, proper march to the Valkyries kind no, of stuff. Really, isn't it? really, yeah, yeah really yeah. amazing yeah. stuff. And then, Great. and then in the following cars, you know, right, right, literally with the guy who's doing the commentary. So yeah. right, right behind the peloton, you know. Yeah. And then, and then the time trial days where you know they're talking through the the stage to yeah, the yeah, yeah. to the rider. I mean, when I first. Um, witnessed that I was just blown away I couldn't yeah. believe it yeah. turn left here it's like a rally driving like yeah. car rally driving remote control yeah, turn, rider turn, really. yeah, turn left here left here you've got a, yeah. a grate in the road you go over a bridge turn left mind the mind the camber on the road yeah unbelievable yeah. I mean how they 
take that in yeah as well as concentrating is yeah amazing when they're right on the edge of their physical yeah, yeah. you know kind I of know. like yeah, yeah. it's pretty remarkable yeah i mean when i used to do my 10 yep. <laughs> club 10 try. yeah club 10 yeah <laughs> 24 i think were my best was well i'll do <laughs> was it all right <laughs> better than any, well yeah, yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i think 24.12 or something was my best one yeah well yeah. but i used to the ride track as well because in nottingham which is where i come from we used to have a, a track called i don't know whether it's still there called um Bilbra, um there was a cycle track there and my poor old dad he i used to ride pursuit up there because i'm quite tall mm. dad I'd get home and dad say how did you do son i said oh, i did all right came second yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he went, oh well done well done yeah, lad. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah. he didn't need to know any more no, details no, just no, second no. Yeah, yeah yeah second yeah <laughs> yeah there are lots of ways to lose bike races, aren't there? And very few ways of winning. That's what yeah, I, my experience yeah. has, has taught me. It's yeah, my best incredible. position was six. Um, yeah. yeah, sixth place. Yeah, in uh, in a scratch race or yeah, something. Uh, yeah, in, or, yeah, or yeah. in a road race. In a road yeah, race. Yeah, in a road race. Yeah. So, in terms of like your appreciation of the sport, and I presume you keep half an eye on the Tour de France at least, yeah. if you, however yeah, busy you are, wherever you are. I'm in privileged the world. to have a couple of a uh, couple of mates that um even if i'm busy like doing my fashion show or yeah. whatever yeah yeah i get the old with the text and i'm looking at the phone and it's like <laughs> uh you know vingar's just pulled away from a podcast <laughs> away, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah i can't yeah. say all those no, names anyway, yeah, but right. you know what i mean but do, yeah. you, do, you, do you like do you admire the current generation of riders because i've got a sneaking suspicion pool that we're mm. actually witnessing a golden mm. a yeah golden I, mean, era. I thought i thought this this year was Exceptional, uh, yeah. uh, really exceptional. I mean, and uh, Jumbo, mm. I mean, won every t- every, every major, yeah. all the three major tours with three know. different riders. Yeah, and three different riders. And, and, yeah. and, and in the in the in Spain, they could have won any of the three riders could have won. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, it's true. You know. It's true. So it was. It was a, um, you know, because my when I started out, I I, I was too young, but um, to know that. Of these riders, but people used to words use these words like Oncatil, Jacques Oncatil, and and uh, Fausto Coppi, and of course they, you know, they were from a different era to me. Yeah, sure. But but they were legends in the cycle club because there were so few that were so high up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So Vahamontes and a lot of those that constantly kept winning. Um, I, I remember going home once uh, because my parents never travelled abroad and uh, yeah. very regular mum and dad. And I went home and I said to my dad something like, I really love Jacques Anquetil. And my dad said, what are those words? <laughs> <laughs> he just had two random French words. Yeah, yeah but he didn't together. even he know they were French. You know, because what just, are those words? Yeah, he said, what are those words? I mean, I, I thought it was good. so joyful. Was, was he the first rider you kind of identified with then? As uh, a, as only a, because, a you know, the riders yeah. in my... Uh, the, just because the... Um, I was 12, yeah. 13, 14, and the, the rest of them seemed like they were really old guys, but they were yeah. probably only yeah. 28 20, 25, or, 20, 30 or whatever. Yeah. They seemed like these old guys, but they all talked with great affection of, oh, there's this rider who's won five times. Uh, yeah. The, the tour of Italy and you know blah 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 and 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 so you got to know these sort of names more yeah. through um, their reputation and 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 of course then eventually um, 
uh, I, I, I saw photographs of Jacques Anquetil and, and realised he was this handsome guy and he's always got a blonde on his arm as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think, oh yeah, that's but, all right. But how did that even enter your life? Because obviously it wasn't on the television. No, it was in Braddock's, Braddock's, I think it was called. There was a news agency in right. uh, Nottingham yeah. that had international papers and I used to save up my pocket money Good Lord. and uh, go in there occasionally and they would have a... Um, a uh, not a gazette of sport. Um, one of the French, Lequipe. Lequipe. Yeah, they had the Lequipe. They sold Lequipe. Yeah. In the sixties yeah. in, in Nottingham. Yeah. In a, wow. One. <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. You were the customer. And I remember buying. I, I remember finding finding somewhere a tin, a small tin yeah. with Avian written on it. Right. And I bought it, not knowing what it was, yeah. except I'd seen it on a jersey. You see. Yeah. It so, works. Yeah. So it worked. It worked. And then Famer, the coffee, yeah. which has got a jersey here tonight, yeah. actually. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and then years later, realising that, that Famer was, a, or if that's how you pronounce it, uh, was this beautiful, you know, espresso machine from Italy yeah. that looked like a Cadillac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That had quite a classy sponsor. More often than not, you find out that the sponsor is actually just manufactures yeah. grout yeah. or, or, yes, or yeah. aluminium yeah. tubing yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, parquet flooring. Yeah. <laughs> parquet <or something>. flooring. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what a funny world. Yeah. What a yeah. funny. In all the years, have you ever... I do remember uh, the only time we've met, and I wouldn't for a second um, uh, expect you to remember this, but I do remember I interviewed you about your beautiful Grand Depart London design in 2007, oh, your yeah. jersey that you yeah, made. Oh, the, yeah. Oh, that, that's... Incredible that was piece a cracking... That oh, was uh, great, that, wasn't the it? The green Rated one. Made a ton, didn't it? Because yeah, it was yeah. made out of... The green wool. one with the gr- navy blue embroidery. That's right. Have you seen them on eBay? Oh, oh they're going for a few quid. Two, two and a half grand... Uh, Two and a half thousand quid. That I, I remember. One. I remember. We did a bit of filming mm. for the ITV coverage of, of your yeah. jersey, and I remember yeah. at the end of the interview. I said to you, "So, um, can, can we take one with us?" And, you just, <laughs> and I remember you just gave us our marching orders, <laughs> told me exactly where I could go and buy it, at the, where the shop was located in Covent Garden. And yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, that was beautiful. I mean, we've been working with with Rafa <laughs> since their first week, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. With Simon and you know the team. Ha- have you ever been approached um, by a race? to design the leader's jersey or the king of the mountains jersey or no, anything the like only, that? No, the only thing I've done is uh, I customised the famous r- uh, pink jersey with the Giro d'Italia. Yeah. Uh, and that was a few years ago. I can't remember now. But there's not much you can do because it is, it's a Santini jersey yeah. and it's pink. And it's pink. <laughs> yeah, so, I yeah. mean, you get to <laughs> put a few <laughs> stripes on it. You, you yeah. got blessed by the Pope. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so but that was all right. That, I quite go. like that. There you that, go. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But it's a funny old world, isn't it? Where you, you consider the colour palette. I was actually yeah. writing a column for my Rouleur piece um, about the colours. The next edition of Rouleur is about the colours of cycling. And I was, I was writing about a conversation that David and I had once yeah. about the three because he wore all three leaders jerseys in all three Grand Tours yeah. I don't know if you knew that he, you know, he, at various points yeah. in his career he led all three Grand Tours oh how nice and, yeah. and we were discussing which of those colours is yeah. the best <laughs> yeah. is it the yellow the pink or the red yeah and I mean the, the what, what do you think I mean the, the yellow is iconic you know it's just one of those but things it's not a nice colour is it no but the pink is you know pink actually is, is it's a strange colour for a, for a yeah, uh, many. You would imagine that pink is not good for a, a man, but actually the color pink, fabulous. Is, it looks good. Fantastic. On, it, it's a very flattering yeah. color. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, obviously Italy, often beautiful weather. Yeah. Not, not in May. Not normally, in May. When, no. when that's on no. uh, the snow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, 
Yeah, I did the Tour of Dubai jersey once. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah. I think there might be one up there. The blue one about fourth from the end on the right. Yeah, that one. Oh, there, I know yeah. that. I remember that. Yeah, the dark blue one, yeah. So that's a Paul Smith design? Yeah. There you go. So you yes, have designed I've a new I've yeah. just remembered that You've just remembered? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot that. I forgot that. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Um, oh, well. Yeah. 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 yeah, so it's. Um, I'm glad uh, you're still very invested in the sport and follow it yeah, and kind of. Yeah. I get lovely visitors, you know, from uh, the. Uh, and I'm sure the bike riders, and I love you all, incidentally, if you're listening, but, you, <laughs> you know, I, I do have a schedule. <laughs> so I get, I get my lovely Kirsty, my assistant from work, she'll get a call from yeah, Covent Garden Station saying, uh, hello, um, <laughs> my name's. <laughs> Whatever, George Incape, which we had, <laughs> and, and they're like, um, Cav said it'd be all right just to come and say hello. And, and you're expected coffee. to drop everything, yeah, <laughs> which I do normally <laughs> because, because I'm so excited yeah. to meet all these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Like Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Renshaw, who's now going to be, yeah, he is. Yeah, going DS back, of, going back Astana, with Cav, yeah. so, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So we get lovely visitors at, uh, at work, and uh, yeah. You've been close to Cav, haven't you? Ever since he was a yeah, a, very a, much a, a so, young yeah. man. Yeah, because of course he made his debut in the yeah. He made his debut at the Tour de France that year yeah. that we were talking about in 2007. And, in we, the, in and we've known each other, you know, yeah. all that time, really, yeah. you know, which is... Yeah. You know, talking about the, you know, the Peugeot jersey, yeah. the black and white Peugeot, yeah, that the one there. One, yep. uh, I mean, when yep. colour television, you probably know this, but when colour television uh, started, I've got a picture on my stairs mm. at work mm. um, of uh, Tommy Simpson in yeah. a Peugeot jersey, black and white. Yeah. And when colour television... Uh, started every all the big teams thought they should do color yeah and the one uh, jersey that stood out the best was the black and white one yeah how interesting yeah really fantastic yeah and you could see why because it's so graphic you know yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. It, uh, and that was it you know it was just yeah. brilliant yeah very good all right well I wish you all the yeah. success with these bikes when yeah. are they available Paul are they do you know, uh, what, what uh, you, do you know? yeah I think you just order them and they through make factor them. or through yeah. Paul Smith or, both uh, you, you, or, or what, you we put you in touch with a, a dealer Right. Uh, and then um, you order it yeah. and you can customise it yourself obviously yeah. you can buy the frame on its own a frame with the bars etc etc yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah painted by numbers yeah so yeah. I'll try it again all these years later can, can I um, can I take one with me Paul uh, uh, sorry I think there was a call for you over there <laughs> yeah 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 very good thank you see ya If you're a long-time listener, you might know that I've been drinking AG1 for about a year now. I've just come back, actually, from the Mountain Festival in Kendall, the Kendall Mountain Festival, to give it its proper name, which is full of proper mountaineery, climby, mountain bikey types who are all super fit and incredibly impressive in their various ways. But I... Um, Went up there, armed with my AG1 for a couple of days and went running on one day in the drizzle quite slowly, but felt good um, because when I started drinking AG1 daily, I got into a habit that was, uh, I, I started to feel straight away made a, a real difference in my daily health. And that's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. I take it with me everywhere. You know that. And I've been taking it for a year and it's um, something I rely very strongly on. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. 
Just go to drinkag1.com slash neverstraysfar. That's drinkag1.com slash neverstraysfar. Check it out. So that was uh, that was Paul Smith. That was Sir Paul. That was Sir Paul. Sir Paul. Sir Paul. Um, right back to back to uh, hashtag Ask David. If you were a pro today with the super bikes and new nutritional science that there is, <laughs> where do you think you would be in t- in the ranks of today's time trial superstars? Ganna, Remco, Tarling, etc. Well, that's Ooh. unknowable, isn't it? Yeah, that's unknowable. I mean, you'd be there. I'd be there. Of course, you uh, would. Yeah, I'd be there. I mean, I'd be there. You know, I'd be up competing with them. That's for sure. Tarling. Tarling's, I can't. Tarling's a whole I can't process Tarling. I can't process Tarling either. 19. I don't, I don't, I'm definitely not better than them. I'm not better than those guys. That's 100% sure. But I'd be competing against them because they're, they're amazing, amazing specimens. What do you think, like, I know that doping interrupted your story and changed it. And then, you know, coming back clean, changed it again. But physiologically, what was your best age? Do you think, if you, all uh, other things aside, like if you'd been on a constant clean path, I reckon what, if I... Where, when, what age were you at your best? I would have been... I mean, I was like second in Criterion International in 1999 and kind of... I was on a very solid trajectory to be like in my early 20s when I was second in the World Time Trial Championships when I was 24. That's nuts. Yeah. And, and so For I was, that era, was, that's so crazy. I was in the young bracket. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of... Cause we were supposed to be 27, 28 and I was competing against them at 22, 23, yeah. 24. Yeah. But then it all started to go pear-shaped. So I think if I'd been patient and my whole 20s would have been rocking it to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a shame. But winning the European Championship in, at the age of 19 and finishing on the podium of that's the world at the age no. of 19. No. That just guy is... He's a weapon. I mean, it's, it's so hard to fathom and for people to understand just how good Josh Tarling is. He put, he put at the Europeans, he put something like 40 seconds into Wouts. Yeah. Uh, Over 30 kilometres, didn't he? He's an absolute specimen. Wow. Wow. And it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because we've often spoken about how the best time trialists are the GC guys. Yeah. And there's no Cancellaras and Martins yeah, who are going to win the individual time trials anymore. They always go to boom, the GC guys. And we get Josh. But Tarling might be a Cancellara. Let's Martin. just hope they don't go, oh, you'll be a GC rider. And, yeah. You know, maybe yeah. at this point, you'd be anything. I mean, he's a big lad, but still. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's awe inspiring what he's doing. Oh, by the way, Wout, GC at the Giro. Yes. That's so good, isn't it? Oh, I love it. I love it so Very, much. And kind of saying, oh, maybe I could go for fifth. Ah, <laughs> nice. That's a safe bet. That's a pro. I was saying this to Archie actually because Archie had a sports day. Oh no, no, it wasn't. This wasn't. Forget that. It was he did a pump entered a pumpkin cutting competition. Oh yeah, at school. I got to find out the results. It was today, and uh, I said, oh, aim for podium. Yeah. Because don't go for the win. Yeah. But if you get podium, then that's as good as a win. Yeah, so yeah, 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 Third yeah. and first place. Yeah. So Wout's done a bit that with a Giro fifth. Yeah. In his head, it's win, but it'll be he knows fifth is he can do fifth no problem. Yeah. Anything above that is like classic expectation yeah, management. Exactly. One hundred percent. But I'm so behind that. I, I just think that's who isn't. I just think that's brilliant. Yeah. Because damn it, he's got to find out. He's got to find out one yeah. way or the other. And the Giro's the perfect race yeah. next year, I think, to go and do that. It'll be brilliant. Really looking forward to it. Um, right. Hashtag ask David. If David could go back into cycling now for one race but on peak form again what a good question what race would it be grand tour worlds a one day race and why so one race you just pin a number on for one day flanders flanders yeah i'd love to have known that i was kind of built for that when i was younger and yeah because kind of, it was it actually suits my kind of skill set my skill set perfectly and it was only that one year, 2010, where I... You ended up in the front group. Right at the front. And I was like, <laughs> oh. And I was 33. 
and I was like, oh, S race actually suits me, and it was like, I sailed, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Pink I think so. Flanders, and it's such a fun race. Yeah, it's like proper bike racing, stuff to think about. Yeah, all the it's time. awesome, chaos, yeah. very good. Um, right, okay. What's the best, funniest, most memorable interaction you've had with roadside fans while racing? Oh, it's probably with you. Oh, with racing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not just, uh, not no, just no. screaming out screaming of a hired car. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brompton-y. I don't know, actually. Yeah. I don't know, genuinely don't know. Did you ever get, did you ever get stroppy with fans? No, never. Never? No. You never did the old Thomas Vercleur, like, slapping them around a bit and kind no, of like, oh, no, 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 never. No. No. I mean, I've had some, I think my my greatest interaction with fans was, was 2010. Was the day? No, no? it was 2010. Yeah, that was a good day where they helped yeah. me, but 2010... That day where I was off the back the whole day, yeah, and was sure I was going to be eliminated, and, and just and the fans were just so amazing. I was like so far off the back on my own all day. Well, yeah, throughout the day it became a story, didn't it? Yeah. So they would have waited. Yeah, that was what I mean. They were waiting. And it was so just they would have so known what it was, was so moving. Yeah. It was like, oh, and it made made me carry on, made me do it. So yeah, you know. that was amazing. Were you quite close to packing then? Oh, I, well, I just did, I was, I'd broken up into five k blocks, oh. like, and then at times to five hundred meters. 500 oh, meters. it was awful when I was getting steep. That's a very small section. Oh, <laughs> awful. In your opinion, of the climbs in regular use in the three grand tours, which is the hardest? Well, yeah, I don't know. Cause, uh, well, it's all it's so subjective, isn't it? Yeah. For me, I hated the Alps, Madeleine, the kind of the, the, all those Alpine horrible things. I can't even remember their names, even though they're so famous, because I just blocked them out. Just because of the long? Just length of them. Just length just, of them. Just demoralizing and the, the bleak landscape. And yeah. Yeah. I didn't, didn't like the Alps at all. So anything in the Alps, really. I really didn't like the Alps. Yeah, I think you've... I don't know. I think you've just been working with me for too long. Yeah, maybe. I'm it's sure you're, up uh, on you're, you're, you're just... No, like you've just cemented it. Yeah, yeah, I thought I was getting out of it. <laughs> and you dragged me back in. God, it's filling up in here. Yeah, it's know, quite noisy, isn't it? Um, right, we've got a few more. Let's just crack on. You've lived in different places all over the world since childhood. Home is said to be where the heart is. Where do you call home? Well, That's Girona's from my Linda home. Sinclair. Yeah, I've yeah. lived in six different countries, which is mad. Yeah. But I've been in Drona now for 16 years, and whenever I get back there, I just think, oh, I'm so lucky to Relax live here. Relax into it. Yeah, yeah and, it's, and it's very much, it's not, I don't have any social type, because my heart, if you like, regards nostalgia is Hong Kong. And that's where I grew up, where my friends are. That's where all those memories are from youth. Yeah. But now I can see the rest of my life being Drona. Yeah. And it's because it's just, it's where the family is. It's where, I don't know, it just feels so good. And yeah. It feels lovely. Yeah. It's a peace. There's a peace, a serenity to Drona that I yeah. can't find anywhere else. Yeah. I do recommend visiting Girona if mm. you haven't done it, because you'll see exactly what David means. Mm. Jim Houston asks... It's not unrelated, actually. Do you still have any connections with Scotland? I loved seeing you in the Scotland jersey in the Commonwealth Games in Glasgow in 2014. Do you still have any connections with Scotland? Not really. I mean, obviously, my blood is pure Scot, but I don't go back there much. But whenever I do, I'm reminded immediately I'm Scottish Yeah. because I just connect with everyone. Everyone's got the same sense of humour, same sort of... Feet, same attitude to life yeah. and so Scotland it, I genuinely is strange whenever I meet Scots there's a certain immediate connection that I don't have with any other nationality Yeah. Um, but I don't have any physical because again I don't. I left there when I was seven and yeah. I don't have family I go back to yeah and well, your mum, your mum's got very limited fam- family, hasn't she? She's for obvious reasons yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so she's just rediscovered some of her family but has she? yeah sisters yeah. wow that's mad that is mad. Oh, God, I've bloody locked my phone again. Sorry, David. Um, right. 
Uh, if David Frown and Nicole entered a backyard ultra, who would win? Ooh, that's a really good one. David Frown and Nicole. I think. Well, I, w- I think it would be a fight to the death, <laughs> because none of us would give up. Yeah. Because you know, Francis wouldn't give up. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'd probably. I'd probably give up to save them destroying themselves, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd have to, like, at some point just give in to their absolute tenacity. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. So I think it would be a very, very fair match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because it would be very, very much the sort of tortoise and the hare and then down to full gladiatorial yeah. kind of death match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> throw Pete into the mix. Yeah, throw Pete He could come out windmilling yeah. and then just, like, collapse. <laughs> 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 go oh, go so too hard, true. too fast. <laughs> Lapping us. <laughs> Fran Miller says, would you rather fight one si- one horse-sized duck or ten duck-sized horses? So I was thinking about this because right. I got I, I actually looked at this when right. I was travelling yeah. here. And I was th- I think... Lame a, question. A it's a lame question. I've never heard okay, of it before. Right. Yeah. I'd say uh, a horse-sized duck because ten little horses would be a freaking nightmare. Like yeah. they're just like little terriers. Yeah, you like you'd get rid of one, then it might get back up. You'd have yeah. just like nine more to deal with. Whereas a duck, it's not the scariest thing, even if it's big. Yeah, and you know where to get it. Depends the weapon you've got as well. <laughs> yeah, that's anything about a weapon. If it's a spear, I think you just got to punch it. Or yeah, like, like, duck. Then but I think one one whack from the big bill, like a, that's a big bill. You have to ride it, like jump it, and like choke it. Riding a big duck, choking it. All right, so it's a horse-sized duck. Um, what elements of the 2024 Tour de France do you think will create the moments that will be remembered? Oh God, I'm trying to remember what's well, the gravel, obviously. Oh, the gravel stage. Gravel. Tour to tour. Yeah, I think. Um, I think the early Galibier. Could yeah. Be interesting, but I do. No, I think the gravel is going to be fun. Yeah, I don't think the early Galibier will do much. No, uh, to so. like, it's I think it lame. can be quite a dull stage. Um, that first stage is going to be interesting as well. That's not easy. Yeah. But everyone's fresh. So I, I'll just go gravel. Cliche, because I think it's just going to be fun. I mainly th- because Taddy's going to go nuts. Okay. Yeah. I think it's the stage to Nîmes, which is, um, I think, after the second rest day. I think it's the next day. Uh. And it's before you get back into the Alpe Maritime and everything gets very difficult again and GC-ish. Yeah, and right. I think it's pretty much, the if, no, if not the last, it's the penultimate chance for a sprint. Yeah, very good. And... And you know, yeah. and you know what that means. Yeah, I that's do. when it's going to happen yeah. for Mark Cavendish isn't yeah. it? in Nîmes, and and right outside the amphitheatre. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Grandiose. On a difficult day because the wind always blows down no, there, isn't it? Perfect for Mark. So the race could be ripped yeah, to bits. Yeah. Gr- a group of twenty-five come to the line, yeah. and he pumps. You've got to hope Matthew Vanderpool's not there because he's focusing on the Olympics mountain bike. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think Nîmes. Um, Right, hashtag ask David. Who from the world of cycling from any period would you like to join you for an entire three weeks Tour de France coverage and Never Stray's car? So you've got to get him in the car Ooh. as well. And why? So it could be like Jack Oncatil. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking Jack Oncatil could be a laugh. Jack Oncatil would be good fun. I mean, he's yeah. a maniac. Yeah. So that could be could get a bit old. Yeah. Um, Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson. He'd be great. Yeah. Tommy Simpson would have been good. Yeah. Everyone says good things about him. Yeah. Good value. Yeah. Um, Eddie? No, I don't know. No. He'd be a bit grumpy maybe, wouldn't he? Plus, like it'd be like, it was just everyone would be all over him. You want somebody who's kind of, I mean, Jacques Honkatil would have a lot of people <laughs> after him as well. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. i go Jacques Honkatil. you go Jacques Honkatil. Yeah. Champagne dinners in the old days for me anyway. Okay. Cool. Um, right. I'll go Tearfield Big, man, I think. In the Chapter 3 studio in Girona, is the Chapter 3 studio in Girona open to visit? Uh, yes, it is. There you go. There. It's on the Ramblas. It's on the Rambla. Yeah. Uh, Rambla, sorry. 
a trip to Girona is booked for August next year and chapter three is on the list of places to hopefully visit. There you go. Hashtag Ask David. If you had zero time trial skills, would you have rather been a classics rider, pure climber or sprinter? Oh, that's a good question. I think you've answered it already. Yeah, classics rider, for classics sure. Classics rider. Yeah, Flanders 100%. winner. Yeah. yeah. Um, hashtag David. David was my cycling hero. Oh, that's nice. And idol growing up. Oh. In brackets, still kind of is. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Kind of. Who was, who was his? Who was yours? Miguel Indrain. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Was. Yeah, you always like, answered the yeah, same one. Yeah, yeah Indrain. He was just, that was 90s Hong Kong, falling in love with, discovering cycling, and he was just such a, a, a he epitomized my romantic idea of the class of professional cycling. I mean, I never watched those tours. Mm. I've only read about them and seen yeah. snippets because it predates yeah. my experience of the tour. They can't have been interesting to watch. Must have been dull as hell. Yeah. Right? Five yeah. in a row, all the same methodology. Okay. It's weird how I still loved it. I was watching those, I still fell in love with the tour watching those tours. Uh, but you're not alone. A lot different. of people didn't know any did different. Maybe it's just the exotica of it all. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. The lack of British riders because there were yeah. very few and the boardmen so knocking yeah. around. And just weird. I mean, wasn't what it? British riders? But there was. And that was it. But Sean well, Yates. Sean. Sean and, uh, and Chris. Yeah, Martin Early, kind of uh, Irish. You know, yeah. a few Anglophones, not many. Le Monde at the end. That kind of weird. But yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Ask David. What happened to the time traveller project? Uh, I gave up because it was too hard, but I got the bike. It's being built up at the moment, so I think I'll do it next oh, year. Oh, that's that, that project. Okay, yeah. yeah. How far does he think he could have gone in 20 minutes? Well, over 10 miles, so I don't know. That's part oh, of that's the reason for yeah. doing it, to see what I could do with the lesser engine, yeah. uh, but with all the modern equipment. Yeah. And I still like to go, I'm going to give it a go next year as yeah. a 47-year-old and just see with all the, like it's a, a factor Hanzo, like Tour de France time trial bike with all this super duper Castelli speed suits and all that jazz and what? the new positions and so I reckon I wouldn't be far off what I do on my local 10 back in the day with the equipment from back then because it's just so much faster now wow. so I was curious to see yeah yeah. just as long as you beat Paul Smith's 24 something that was yeah, his record true. yeah it should be yeah. Um, Paul Watson simple question Marmite yes or no yes yeah, okay uh, thanks as ever for the podcast and entertainment Hannah Makins if you could have a superpower what would it be and why hashtag ask David ooh um, invisibility no uh, apparition apparition be able to just, like, go to just disappear like in, and come appear somewhere else oh uh, yeah yeah well, yeah. I mean, on the tour, that would just be amazing, wouldn't amazing, it? Amazing, wouldn't it? It'd just be so useful all the time. <laughs> Imagine just the amount of time you'd save travelling. Oh. Apparate wherever you like. Appar- is that what it's called? Well, it's Harry Potter, it is. Brilliant. Hashtag Ask David, whether he enjoyed his time at Cofidis. <laughs> and how are they still going as a World Tour team? I still think the jersey from the early 2000s was one of the best. Also, a somewhat banged up at Miller Mines at the team hotel the day after the Dunkirk prologue was not a happy bunny. I was not a happy bunny. No. No. I asked David, so the, the question is, did you enjoy your time at Coffee Dis? I did. And, I mean, it was difficult. It was difficult times. But I did. I loved the team. Yeah. I loved the people, the staff, the riders. You were the star. You were yeah, the leader. Yeah, and I just, it felt like my team. So, yeah. and it was Did it was you have a big team. say in recruitment? Everything, Yeah. Like huge, huge. I had my own riders. Rob, Rob Hales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I had amazing my my Swanier mechanic, all that jazz. Yeah, it was lovely. I miss Halesy. Miss Halesy. Get out of the shed, Rob. I know. Come on. Come back into the world. Jeez. Hashtag Ask David. Uh, which of the technical or support innovations available to today's Grand Tour Pro cyclists do you wish you had access to during your career? TT stuff they got now and the position the extended position and because I was always compromised because of my height and the stupid UCI rules yeah. and so being able to get into that position they have now would have been amazing 
I'd have loved that. Yeah, exactly. The pregnancy and molded handlebars. That was suited you down to physiologically. Yeah, I'd have loved it. Yeah, so that. Have you ever revisited the Madeleine? Have you ever visited the Madeleine? Oh, yeah. I've done it a couple of times since. Yeah. Don't like it still. A Rundo Donuts asked that question. Matt Plant says, you often mention running in the pod, and I was wondering if you'd ever raced a specific distance. I know the answers. 10K half marathon, etc. If so, what was your time, and were you happy with it? New York marathon. New York marathon, 258. I did there. 2.58. That uh, is very fast. If you don't know, yeah. anything under three minutes, uh, three hours is incredibly yeah. fast. And uh, I've done like a 17.35K yeah. for that. Um, so they're the two things I've done. But yeah, I'm, I'm training at the moment, yeah. and I'm over my injuries. I'm doing the Valencia Marathon still, yeah, you're even still though doing, I'm just going to yeah. just get through it as Bimble experience. Rounds. You won't just get, you'll smash yourself um, to bits trying I to get under three hours, I will smash myself to bits. Yeah. And then next year and I want to go... And you will get under three hours, by the way. I don't think so at the moment, but we'll, we'll see. But then next year I want to go faster. So, yeah, running. okay, I love it. Um, I covered this immensely. Is it available now? Oh, that's Patrick Morris asking about the beanie hats oh so yeah. and the b- bobble hats. So n- not soon. long now. Coming soon. And Christmas. Tw- get, save your Christmas budget. And maybe some other apparel as well. Yeah, so hats NSF, and, um, and NSF yeah. merch is coming yeah, for it's December. Coming, it's coming. Hashtag Ask David. What is the optimum duration between haircuts in a man of his and my age? Pete R asks this. How long, how long do you go between haircuts? Depends where you want to be really clean. Probably about six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. Yeah. And what is your favourite and worst pro peloton cycling haircuts? You just don't know about the rider's hair because you don't really no, see it, don't do you? Shane Archibald was pushing it. Yeah. Yeah, with that super mullet. I mean, Kittle. Kittle, go- gorgeous. Brother Marcel. Glo- glorious hair. Bruder Marcel. Yeah. Bruder. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, no, I don't know. Um, I think as we've had a hashtag Ask Pete and a hashtag Ask David, we owe it to have a hashtag Ask Ned next. Yeah, we should. I'll do, do that. that. We'll do yeah. that next. Um, how many pairs of pants do you pack for your annual three-week Tour de France stint? Asks uh, Mel Griffiths. About eight to ten to get you to the rest day. Yeah. Although I kind of got yeah, went, I went militant this year with like every three days finding a, a lingerie, <laughs> laverie. That was like my mission. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Oh, wasn't it? ridiculous. I, I, and now wherever I'm traveling, I see laveries everywhere, long, yeah. long laundry mats. I love it. So Matt Stevens has done the opposite tactic for Grand Tour packing of you, the, the Giro. He comes with a tiny, tiny, teeny, tiny Ryanair type baggage yeah. size suitcase for a Grand Tour. And he wears one pair of trousers for three weeks that he That's doesn't amazing. wash. That he doesn't wash. Wow. And uh, kind of the same with pants. But he's got jeans. Two pairs of pants and he, and he washes them in the evening and dries overnight. Oh, so he's on a, like, uh, two pair of pant regime. Good old chat. Like but he doesn't, wa- he doesn't wash his trousers oh, for okay. three weeks. Wow, that's impressive. Well, you don't have to sit next to him. Nearly there, um, I think. In fact, that's it. Oh, nice. That's very good. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Right, I yeah. better get to mingling. You better mingle. I've uh, monopolised yeah. you. So, yeah. um, no, very good. God knows when I'll see you again. Yeah. Somewhere. Right. Somewhere. Down the line. Video. All right. Video. All right. Cheers. Bye.